0: Exeter Supervisors Hit an All-Time Low August 23, 2022 By, Jerry Geleff Proving that childishness runs in the family, the Exeter Supervisors proved that one bad turn deserves another in their August 22 meeting. Repeatedly, in front of guests from Reading Hospitality Management, RHM, Supervisors Hughes and Gardella went at each other on numerous occasions, hurling accusations and invective, with Hughes gouging Gardella then Gardella returning the favor. The outbursts gave our guests from RHM and I an earful to take back to their offices in assessing what they are getting into. On that score, the supervisors passed, on a 4-1 vote, the agreement with RHM to hold specialty events at the Reading Country Club (RCC). Hughes was the no vote. In the lead-up to that vote, RHM gave their presentation to the community. RHM's Dan Hawk intoned the word TRUST throughout his presentation explaining the parameters of the deal from the perspective of his company saying that they wanted to be a good partner and help with the resurgence of the RCC he further said they'd position an on-site sales associate in Madison Arters, who would work to make the RCC a community hub he mentioned that in addition to weddings and the like that there would be occasional sunday brunches for the community special buffet nights as well to allow Exeter to get dressed and have a night out hawk mentioned that the restaurant would be eased into with a hopeful opening by mid-2024, either by RHM or someone else, making no promise. He mentioned that part of the goal was to increase golf course membership, and to raise revenues through higher greens fees. They will support the golf course snack shack through helping in the ordering process but will not take any part in it. He also cleared up the confusion regarding the purchase of liquor for events at the RCC. The township will be buying the liquor, as is legally mandated by the liquor license. There is a provision in the deal to renegotiate at the end of every year, as well as a severability clause that provides for 90 days notice by either party, and a $3,000 payment.
1: In public comment time immediately after, several people spoke against the proposed deal, most asking for the action to be tabled. Their objections were primarily that no cost projections were given, a stark criticism of the township, not of RHM. This point would be buttressed by a comment later in the meeting by Supervisor Vollmer. Who admitted that they had no increased cost numbers to go on, but that he was willing to throw in with a partner with such a good track record? A few commenters asked that the deal with Brown Golf be reopened to be considered by the board, side by side with RHM, in what was an obvious packing the audience tactic by Hughes. During the vote on RHM, Hughes hurled accusations of being left out of negotiations completely, and Gardella answered saying that three emails and three text messages to Hughes went unanswered. Hughes then told a story of he, an elected official, having to file a right to no request to get information about a board action. Interim Township Manager Betsy McBride chided Hughes that she would never release a document protected by possible attorney slash client privilege without documentation. Hughes began to object and was cut off by Chair George Bell. Gardella showed a side by side by side comparison of the three proposals for the RCC that were most recent those of RHM, Brown, and Corsi Associates. During his comparison, he lobbed several insults at Hughes, attempting to discredit him. The comparison was long on making the point that RHM was the better deal but contained no numbers to support the contention. There were, however, many numbers given on the costs that would be incurred by either of the other two proposals, to make the case that they were inferior.
0: In another nasty exchange, Hughes asked about a check in the disbursement report, for legal services by McMaine, Connell, Leinhauser in the amount of $16,000. The payment was for an investigation into a harassment claim against him by a former employee. He asked McBride when the township would make that information, which he insinuated would exonerate him, public. Gardella intoned in the next section, about the employee handbook and new workplace policies concerning sexual and workplace harassment, that the policies were a positive development, and insinuated they were made necessary because of a member of the board. Gardella then went on to explain that the report from the outside law firm did not exonerate Hughes, and that the recommendations contained therein should be read in full by all members of the board, in which he said, it appears that not all members of the board did. The policies were approved unanimously. In non-baby-related news, the board agreed unanimously that the summer daycare program should be outsourced next year and approved three items in zoning-slash-planning. McBride mentioned that she'll be asking the board for public sessions regarding the 2023 budget on September 22nd and 29th. A lot of analysis needs to be done on this meeting, and we will do that on this week's Exeter Underground. You can listen live Thursday night at 645 at mixler.com slash 3 or get the podcast immediately afterwards at your favorite podcatcher.